Music duos come and go. Different views can make it so. It's Rhyme and Reason 790. Hey there, Tony here, and I'm going to take you on a little time travel, as I sometimes do. We're going to get in the Wayback Machine. Okay, Sherman, get the Wayback Machine started up. We're going to zoom on back to 1979. I lived in... uh, Houston, Texas. I lived and worked there. My brother and I had, at the at this point that I'm talking about, had established ourselves as one of the more popular music duos around the city. And we had fans that we could depend on to come see us yeah, pretty much all around the city. And Houston is a very, very big city. And it was really quite an experience for me. Actually, making a living playing live music. And prior to doing that, I wasn't thinking of myself as being a guy who would do that because I didn't think that was doable prior to that. I thought the way, the things that I had trained for and music and everything, nobody was going to want to pay for that. And what I initially trained for was that was, that would have been true because I trained in classical music, singing French, German, Latin I don't know what all, French, did I say French? Yeah, German, Italian, there we go, Spanish, all that. I I sing in all kinds of languages. And um, it was the kind of music that, you know, nobody was going to pay me to sing, pretty much. But um, doing pop music, popular top 40, or just popular music in general at the time, back in the late 70s, helped my brother and I to become one of those popular music duos around the city of Houston. But we didn't remain one of those popular music duos because our personality differences drove a wedge between us. And that wedge was eventually filled in with concrete as our worldviews increasingly moved in opposite directions, him far to the left and me far to the right. And he would call me... Well, I I won't put words in his mouth, but I'm sure he thinks of me as a right-wing extremist. And uh, I often say, you know, if you're calling someone a right-wing extremist, by definition, that makes you a left-wing extremist. It can't help but define you that way. Because if I'm far to your extreme, then you're far to mine. Far away from. Okay, I, I got down a rabbit trail there. To quote from some uh, Bernie Toppin lyrics, it's sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation, and it's getting more and more absurd. That's uh, from Elton John's song, Sorry Seems to Be the Hardest Word. But an apology isn't what the broken relationship with my brother requires, and what it does require is something even more difficult. That would be humility. I'm not talking about the kind of humility that requires one of us to submit to the will or the worldview of the other. I know that's not going to happen, not likely to happen, and he shouldn't submit to my will anyway. That's not what I'm saying, and I'm not going to submit to his because it's it's wackadoo. And I'm sure, hey, you know, if you're listening to me, bro, and I don't think that he is, but if you are, you know, it's true. So there you go. But the kind of humility that's required that I'm talking about 
in order to um, acknowledge where we all came from and why we're here, uh, this is all required. Um, you know, life here on earth isn't all there is to life. It just isn't. One worldview, his, says that everything in existence is God or the God force. So that worldview would have you believe you are, at the very least, a part of that total God force. And at the very worst, that you and God are one. And they're going to give you silly affirmations like, divine life renews every cell in my body. And that's a direct quote from a place like that. Anyway, and yet each one of those people who makes that affirmation, claims that affirmation, says that affirmation, repeats it, whatever, every one of them grows old and dies even though divine, divine life is renewing every cell in their body. Hmm, that particular divine life isn't doing a real good job. They all get old and they die. Now, the other worldview, which I'm going to cleave to, says that uh, God is the only sovereign, uncaused, uncreated creator. He is eternal from the past through the future. We can't comprehend the past. We can vaguely comprehend the future since we, you know, have had some time. And he, God, created everything else in existence. He created everything else in existence, from angels to zebras. And he created only humans in his image and his likeness, only us. So only you and I are free to choose whether or not we want to love him. Almost all famous music duos prefer the first worldview that I mentioned or something like it where, you know, we can all be part of God or the God force and all is, all is good. It's all good and divine life renews every cell in your body. And that's where most of the music duos, famous or otherwise, are going to place their worldview. That's the worldview they're going to choose. But... There was one member of one of those duos who chose the second worldview, and that guy writes short letters almost every day to anyone who wants to read them. And, um, yeah, there's, there's links to that. I can share those links with you if you want. And here's what that guy says to all those people who choose to teach that first worldview. It's a quote from the band who had the number one album on the charts Way back in 1979, at the time that I wrote this, the band was Pink Floyd, and their song was Another Brick in the Wall. They said this, Hey, teacher, leave them kids alone. Master plans and incidents Master man, more accidents does this song mean? Could be soil and green. Trolley cars, two rocket ships. Honesty, insider tips. Do you catch my drift? The paradigm did shift. It's a worldview. It's not for me and you It's a worldview And no empirical 
Get better every day Just cast those sins away Right and wrong Who thought of that? Some guys who thought The world was flat Now we've learned to see No one's above of me It's a world Giving up, giving in Not a whimper, no shout Now the climate is warm And the fools come out Get in touch with yourselves And the innermost child And the still small voice Is cast away Exile, it's a worldview That's not for me and you It's a worldview And no empirical thoughts It's a worldview recommend uh, your worldview has uh, more substance to it than I described in that song. And uh, if you're getting your worldview from public school, again, to quote Pink Floyd, hey, teacher, leave them kids alone. And hey, parents, get them kids out of those schools as soon as possible, yesterday if possible. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Rhyme and Reason. The Rhyme and Reason podcast is always brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com, where you can go over there and find all kinds of reasons to understand and remember that life has rhyme and reason.
because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why.